You're listening to the Winged Octopus Podcast, brought to you by Howie's Hockey Tape. What's up and welcome to another episode of Winged Octopus. This is Tyler here alongside Tess and Greg. How are you guys doing tonight coming back from the holiday break? I'm doing peachy keen. Um, 2018 is treating me well. I hope 2018 is kind to both of you boys. I am uh, refreshed, relaxed, and ready to go. Awesome. I guess Tyler. two beats one because uh, my dog unfortunately passed away. And shout out to Ortiz, who is now in my living room. And uh, unfortunately, no longer with us. Um, but we're making through Wait, it. Um, did you say he's now in your living room? Yes, he is in my living room in, what do they call those things? Basically a box with its ashes in oh, it. Oh, he's in an urn. I thought you we like did that with my stuff. cat, so urn. I totally yes, understand. Yes, yes, that's the word. Um, but, you know, that we're not doing this today. So, uh, unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. Ortiz, you know, we miss you, buddy. But, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. So, without further ado, the Wings have been playing some pretty good hockey. So, I guess that's good. Uh, besides the game against Tampa Bay the other night. Tonight, we're going to talk about uh, the All-Star Game rosters, uh, primarily the Atlantic Division, and then we are also going to give some player grades to the forwards. Basically, that's that's all we have on the agenda tonight, and then on a later podcast, we're going to do the defense and the goalie because we feel like that's an important thing to do. I hope everyone's holiday was good, and you know the New Year treats everybody better than it's treated me. Without further ado, I'm going to send it over to Greg so he can shout out our number one sponsor. Yeah, our number one sponsor, which is Howie's Hockey Tape. Listen, guys, if you haven't been to Howie's yet, what are you even doing with your life? Howie's uh, sells to the NCAA, the AHL, and the OHL. Anything you need for the locker room, Howie's has. Give them a follow on Instagram at Howie's Hockey Tape and check out their website, howieshockeytape.com or .ca for our Canadian listeners. Another reason to check them out is you do get a 10% discount if you use the promo code WINGEDO. So show some love to a Michigan company and check out Howie's Hockey Tape today. Bam. That was beautiful, Greg. That Thank was you. Beautiful. I that love was poetic. It. Like, I could feel <laughs> I, it. I almost cried. <laughs> I could almost feel the tears. I could almost feel so, them coming down. So today we're going to start out, we're going to talk a little bit briefly about the all-star roster for our division which is as follows. Uh, we've got Barkov, which I feel like he's a shoe-in. Jack Eichel, who is literally the only player on the Buffalo Sabres. We've got Kucherov, Marchand, Stamkos, our very own Mike Green, or Michael as I like to call him. <laughs> Victor Hedman, Eric Carlson, Carey Price, and we've got Vasilevsky, which the glaring thing from this roster is four Tampa Bay players. We'll start with Tyler. What do you think about this all-star roster? Well, I think there's a lot of Tampa Bay lightning, um, but rightfully so. You know, they're the best team in the NHL right now. Uh, Kucherov, obviously, is off to a magnificent start, as is Stamkos and Vasilevsky. And Victor Hedman's a tremendous defenseman. So, I mean, I like the roster. I would have liked it a lot more if Anthony Mantha or Dylan Larkin was there. However, I do understand that. You know, there's a certain amount of forwards and that's it. And then, you know, there has to be one from every team. I would have liked to argue, uh, you know, possibly Larkin over Eichel and then maybe Ristolainen over, uh, you know, Mike Green. But, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. And uh, Green's been good, but he's not the best Red Wing. And I thought the All-Star game was, you know, supposed to send your best player. And 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my real thoughts on it. Other than that, I mean, it's a three on three tournament. So Dylan Larkin would have been unbelievable in that. Plus the fact that, you know, he gets to possibly defend his title uh, against Connor McDavid in the speed skating contest. And it, yeah. it really sucks that he doesn't get to do that. So, although I think I have a feeling in the next coming years, we're, we're going to get to see that battle. And I, I hate to say, it, but I think McDavid's going to blow him out of the water because McDavid's just got speed that you can't teach. So. I think you're what wrong. You sm- but- what are you smoking over there in Boston? Because <laughs> wrong is what you are. Well, Tess, wrong. what do you think about the all-star roster? Um, Look, I as mean- does Larkin, but sorry, I didn't mean to okay. cut you off, Tess. <laughs> you're fine. Well, from my job perspective, I can't talk, um, being a nanny and my oldest child is obsessed with my green. I am very happy to see her happy. I uh, filmed her reaction earlier to her. Uh, I'm like, guess you made the all-star team. She's like, is Dylan going? I'm like, no. She goes, Mike Green. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, so happy. So, like, it was nice to see your kid happy, but also, like, Dylan Larkin is having an awesome season. So, I would have loved to see. I've literally thought maybe Larkin and maybe Green. I mean, obviously, like Tyler said, man, then Larkin would have been awesome to see because I feel like if we'd have, if they would have made it, it would have showed all the hockey fans, like, guess what? Detroit has these young guys and we're not going to be dead forever. Like, we have hope. But, I mean, Mike Green. He is our best defenseman. He hasn't done anything to make me hate him. He's not Erickson, so I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I just like to have someone from the Red Wings be represented because I remember a few years back, I believe Datsuk got voted in, but he, like, took a leave of absence. He was injured, so we had, like, no representation. I was like, well, that's just kind of shitty. So i rather, I mean, if it's Mike Green, I'm fine with the representation. But I'm kind of annoyed with Tampa Bay just – hogging all the spots but they are the best so you got to give credit where credit's due and yeah that's really all i have to say about that it's just and also like marshan like he's still relevant like, yeah why no is he still around that's my problem like, is where, i think i would have sent dylan Bergeron. yeah i would have sent dylan larkin like, instead of brad marshan like yeah really I'm just, like i saw that i'm just like marshan has 40 points though that's I mean, nice no rats in the all-star he's still game in the- <laughs> Yeah, he's just annoying. Actually, it's funny that my oldest child, when she was little, when we used to watch games, she thought his last name was Marshmallow because his last name is Marshmallow. So he, she called him like the big ugly Marshmallow, and she still refers to him as that. And I'm like, well, it's still pretty relevant. So no Marshmallows allowed, but yeah. I the don't only, get that memo. The only other thing that I saw on some sites was that uh, they sent Carrie Price, who has been not very good this year. And then I saw some people asking, well, why wouldn't you send Jimmy Howard over Carey Price? But I'd like to see Jimmy get some love from everybody else. I feel like yeah. he, he deserves it. He's my been big, awesome this year. My big upside to our all-star team is sending Mike Green hopefully boosts his trade value before the trade deadline. I was thinking that, too. He's going to, yeah. like, pers- like, possible people. I mean, I don't think other, like, G- do GMs go to the all-star game? Do they like, even, like, do they, like, scout players there? Is that, I, like, what it's I think they go to whatever, whatever thing the other GMs are at. So if a GM is going, I would assume all of them can the little meetings because the all-star – game is kind of close to the trade deadline which i believe is towards the end of february so yeah, it's usually around like the last yeah, day of february yeah. so so i think that i would assume the gms would go to talk trades while they're there so they can do it in person you know ken holland has a flip phone whose battery gets like 20 minutes <laughs> so he's got to go see them face to face and read the newspapers 
Yeah, when I saw like the news, like when Mike Green was making it, like I got excited. I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell my sassy child. But I was like, oh no, that means he's going to get exposure and people are going to yep. want him and bye bye. he's going to be gone. And how do I break my seven year old's heart that her favorite player is going bye bye? Like I already went through turmoil last year and Brendan Smith got traded and I'm finally you make, somewhat recovered. But I you don't make know her what love to do Joe Hicketts. No, she'll love Dylan Larkin and Anthony Mantha. Or nah. when the team green goes on, I'll like find her a shirt or jersey. She has a Mike Green shirt for Red Wings. I'm like, that's not gonna last too much. Yeah, you'll get an sadly. Edmonton Oilers oh, Mike Green jersey. No, he's not oh, going God. there. That team. Sucks. I thought he's going to a contender. I thought we were gonna be smart enough where they have a chance to win, not suck. Give yeah, the man not, a he's, chance. He's not going to the Oilers. That team would have to like do something historically like unheard of for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, they've got and no chance. That's just not happening. Yeah, that's just not happening. Not this year. Well, it will be an interesting story to kind of keep tabs on to see the story of Mike Green after this bye week the Wings are on, if they're going to go on another winning streak or losing streak and how his value is going to he's going to be. Are we going to be? We have to be sellers at the trade yeah. deadline, but that's for another show to talk about. Well, speaking of player value, uh, we're going to do some grades for the Red Wings for the forwards for the first half of the season. Uh, I've got the list posted up. Tyler, I'm going to let you kick this one off. Um, I've got my list posted so you can start with our one and only possible savior for this entire team. Uh, The young stud, uh, as proclaimed by Zetterberg himself, next captain, Dylan Larkin. I just give a grade, right? You can give a grade and a little background. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, progress you know, report. All right, a little progress report, I guess. Here, you know, there's no secret that Dylan Larkin is probably the best player the Wings have right now. Especially Zetterberg has struggled a bit this year, uh, points wise, anyways. But Larkin, you know, he's got 34 points, 28 assists, six goals. I give him like an A minus. I mean, I think he's really exceeded expectations. I read the. Um, the article for uh, Craig Custance, and he, he he said that uh, that that Larkin looked really well, and he's exceeded expectations. I think he's been really, really, really good. And uh, every time I see him rip up the ice, it's like, oh my god, we have a fucking unbelievable player here uh, right now and in the future. So, a minus. Tess, what you like about that young Dylan? Uh, well, the fangirl in me wants to give him, like, an A++++ because, like, he is, like, technically our lord and savior right now. But, like, the girl that is, like, into hockey, you know, I have to – I would give him, like, an – I'll go, like, 100 points. I would give him, like, a 94.5. Out of 100? So, like, yes. So, like, okay. between an A- and just, like, a solid A because he has exceeded expectations. But the only way he could, like, earn the full A-plus is if we were currently in a playoff spot right now and just, you know, tearing it up on all aspects. But we're not. But he is doing so much more than he was last year. And he could tell he worked hard. He could tell he was pissed off at his stats last year and how he played. And, you know, he just – he proved everyone wrong. And, you know, people were like, iffy, is he going to bounce back? Or is he going to – you know, what's going to happen? And he is doing awesome things. And I think he's proving everyone, right, like this is what we saw his first year, his rookie year. This is what we hoped he would become. So I, yeah, a, a, a minus a 94.5 out of a hundred. That's my grade for him right now. Hopefully it goes up to like a 99. Yeah. Second half. We'll see. Can I just add one thing too? And, and like everyone talks about his first year and like how he, how he did really well. It was really a good half a season, unfortunately. And, you know, he just kind of hit a wall there, but he was 19 years old. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's to be expected. 
And then the other thing is he was a goal scorer in that point in time. Now he's not really a goal scorer. He's more of a playmaker, which is huge. And especially if he, if he can put 15, 20 goals in the net and, and give you what 40, 50 assists. I mean, that that's, that's talking star level. I mean, that's like, yep. you can't ask much club. more. He's yeah, doing exactly. everything so. that we want him to. So, I mean, I don't care how many goals he has, but as long as he can be a playmaker, that's what he's meant to be. Then fine. Keep making those plays. Cause it's helping us. It's not going to hurt us. Yeah. I, I go in the same realm, uh, a to a minus for Dylan Larkin. Uh, he in just his leadership qualities alone, even if he only had 20 points, his leadership qualities alone would earn him at least a B. When they had him mic'd up for that one game, it's insane. He's talking to everyone. He's telling everyone where to go. He's he's telling everyone what he sees on the ice. He's he's the leader in the locker room. He's the next captain. He they, People can say Red Wings don't have any elite talent. I mean, Dylan Larkin, if he isn't already within the next year or two, is going to be considered elite. And yeah, so NBC, too. who hates the Red Wings, I am convinced that NBC hates the Red Wings. Oh, for sure. They gush about Dylan Larkin, and that's mm-hmm. how you know he's going to be good. We so have we'll move on to our <laughs> – yeah, no, we know. He, he's going to be amazing. The player grade, which would be the one, the hated by Jeff Blaschel, Anthony Mantha. <laughs> you mean the spare part? Is that who you're talking about? We have yeah, the, the wheel the who spare. fell off 10 miles ago. <laughs> we have something with the Royal Family. We have the air and the spare. Oh, oh I'm like sorry. No, no. Fourth liner, Anthony Mantha. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Tyler? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Mantha, for me, it, and the only reason it's going to be as low as it is is because he's been very inconsistent this year. I feel like when he's hot, he's hot. And I hate to make this comparison this early in his career for this. Johan Franzen. When he's mm. hot, you can't mm. touch him. When he's cold, oh, you don't even hear about okay, him. Okay, Mantha I, hasn't been concussed yet, so we can't compare him to Franzen. <laughs> okay, that's just not fair. <laughs> here, here's the thing. I'm going to give him a B-. minus. And, and the only reason it's that low is because he's been very inconsistent. He hasn't – he also hasn't gained the ice time, but when he has yeah. gotten that ice time, he's been inconsistent. Sometimes you don't even know he's out there, and he's six foot whatever, and you don't know he's out there. That's not a good thing. That's like a James Van Riemsdyk yeah. in Maple Leafs when he's not playing well kind of thing, and that's why I would give him a B-. minus. Tess, what you got on Anthony Mantha? Uh, I, I agree with Tyler to an extent, but I would give him like at least a solid B because stats don't lie. He's currently tied with Nyquist with leading the team with 14 goals, and he is leading the team with the most power play goals, which is six. I mean, so he is inconsistent, but like he's still in some of the – oh, and he's third in points with 27. So he's still like making a difference, you know? Yep. And I feel like – I don't know why he's on the fourth line. I don't know what Flash has against him. I don't know if they, you know, if they, Mantha said a your mama joke and took Flash too seriously or something, got demoted to the fourth line. He called but... him Babcock. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, I mean, given the circumstances Mantha has give, been given, I think he's playing his best or he's trying to. And he's making it count because st- numbers don't lie. So, yeah, no. he could be better because I think I would love to give him an A and have him be Larkin potential, but Mantha hasn't had those opportunities yet, so hopefully he can. But right now, I'd give him, like, an 85 out of 100. Okay. So, like, a solid B. All right. 
I think I think I would agree with a solid B. I think the thing I've seen with Mantha and why I think Blashel's doing this is Mantha seems to get discouraged when things aren't going his way. Uh, he'll let up a little bit. He won't go after pucks as much because he's not scoring. And he's admitted that himself, that he doesn't play as hard when things aren't going his way, and that's what he needs to learn. And he knows he just needs to put it into effect. I still I think... I can relate it, to that, though, because I, yeah. I throw a tantrum myself and I don't get my way, and I can understand. When work sucks, I don't do as well. <laughs> yes. So, um, it's... It, and he's got 14, you said 14 goals. So if we've, if we're almost or already at halfway through the season, he could still hit 30 goals by the end of the season. It's completely yes. possible. He just needs to pick himself up. He needs to push hard. I would also give him a B. He could reach that A by the end of the year, but Blash has to give him the play time and he's got to really assert himself on every shift. You see Larkin go out there and play his ass off every shift. Mantha has to have the Larkin attitude. Well, here's the other thing too. He doesn't stop on pucks. That's that's another big thing. Like that's, it's not about playing defense. It's about when you're coming back into the offense into the defensive zone. You like you're stopping instead of circling. When you circle, yeah. you miss the puck most of the time. When yep. you stop on pucks, you have a chance to create a turnover or to block a shot or you know it just. I feel like he doesn't get into the dirty areas. He doesn't get the puck out he's more of a phil kessel kind of guy and he doesn't need to be that kind of guy he doesn't not even have to put as much effort in as he needs to he's huge no. he's big he's heavy he's got he's hands ginormous. just let yourself your body work for you yeah i think that might be all we have on anthony mantha that's that stopped right rather that stopped rather abruptly <laughs> we're gonna go so this is going to be the next one that we're going to have a little bit of an extended probably talk on and the rest of them we could probably zip through. The guy who started the season a little slow, who we thought would be a huge problem, but has come on pretty good. Uh, one Greek lightning, Andreas Athanasiu. Tyler. <laughs> Andreas Athanasiu. Andreas Athanasiu. Well, he's only played 31 games. He's got 17 points. Uh, he started out really slow. He hasn't really gotten a lot of ice time. He has as of late. So this, this, yes, absolutely. And that's a good thing. Um, so if I would have done this grade probably about a week ago, this would have been a lot lower. But since he's on fire right now and since he's got this, I don't know, it's like unbelievable like heart right now. And maybe that's just because he's confident and everything. It's because he's playing but, with Larkin. Well, and because he's playing with Larkin, right. But he's just got this unbelievable confidence in him. And he just, he, it's almost like he's Connor McDavid out there. And, and I don't like to compare that because, you know, obviously he's not that. But, like, he's not afraid to go to the net. He's not afraid to, like, make crazy moves out yep. there. And he's just, he's unbelievable right now. And I would give him a solid B. I, th I think he's played really well lately, and uh, hopefully that's something that can hold up going for nice. forward here. Tess, what do you give the bronze god? Um, well, I was really bronze impressed god. that he scored um, in six seconds to overtime a few games ago. Like, I was like, okay, Andreas, I see you. Like, yeah, you're making up in my book. Sundin. He, I was not his fan uh, this summer and the holdout. Like I was, I told him he can go pack his shit and leave if we're gonna be greedy. Like, mm -mm. but he has, uh, his attitude has changed as we can see. And the, like I'm looking at his stats and like the numbers aren't pretty. He's on minus ten, 
So like, I'm not going to go off the stats. Yeah. I'll go with Tyler a solid B. I feel like within like the last month or so, his attitude has changed. It's like, you can see on the ice, he's not being like an arrogant asshole. Like he's not like being a puck hog. He's just kind of making plays happen or just like let it happen in front of him. And he's just, he's shooting the puck and he's scoring and he's super fast and he's helping us out. So I can't complain. So he can get like an 85 out of a hundred. We'll go with that. Okay. Room for, My, room for improvement. Uh, with with Athens, like like I said, like Tyler said, if if it would have been two weeks ago, I mean, he probably would have been at like a C minus. Uh, but they put him in with Larkin. I think right now behind Larkin within the past four or five games, he's been second on the team in ice time. And Larkin even said, Larkin's like, I chip it up. Athens is there. He grabs it and he scores. It's insane. He's like, there's times when I chip it up and he's not there. He's like, and I don't know what's happening because he always comes out of nowhere. He picks up the puck and he goes and he scores. He's a minus. Now I throw right now I'm throwing plus minus out the window for the Mm -hmm. Red Wings, because if you're on the ice at the same time as Danny DeKaiser and Erickson, your plus minus is screwed. Um, Erickson is a plus four. I I don't care. I don't care. I know but it's really annoying to see that stat. So we're gonna just make it all irrelevant. Plus Continue. minus is garbage. It's a useless <laughs> stat. Who cares? I'd give him the same grade though. I mean, I'm on the same page as you guys with Athanasiu. He's he's right now at a B minus to a B, but he could go if he stays on line with Larkin. He keeps getting the time he's getting. He could go up to an A this year. It's fully possible. I don't know what they're gonna do with him though before the end of the season. Like, do they trade him? I don't know. Do they sign him long term at the end? Is Blashell and Holland even going to be here? So that's stay that's tuned to the next thing. episode of the Detroit Red Wings saga. Yeah, <laughs> brought to you exactly. by yours truly. <laughs> so we've only got a few more minutes. I'm going to do one more that I think should be a little bit expanded on, and then I'm pretty sure we could wrap it up with a single grade for the rest of the people. Awesome! Um, I love this. I think actually, I I'm going to group. I'm going to group two people. I am going okay. to group Franz Nielsen and Henrik Zetterberg. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about the uh, the goose there? We okay, got to talk I'll, I'll about group, the goose a little I'm gonna bit. Group, I'm, okay, fine. I'm going to group goose, Tatar, Zetterberg, and Nielsen. Oh, God Watch bless. Okay, here we go. Which I would give that grouping of players a C. They've been yeah. average. They've been average. Did you say, did you say goose... Zetterberg, Nielsen, and Tatar. Yes. Yes. Now you, Tatar now. has been Tatar has been awful. Nyquist has come on strong lately. Yeah, within Nielsen, the past five or six games. Nielsen is what he is. I mean, he's a declining, useful player, uh, versatile player, but useful. And then Zetterberg is he is what he is. He's a declining superstar. I mean, what what more do you he's want? He's getting I mean, old. I said today, he's I think getting he's getting old. He's got 29 points. I mean, I think he's hurt again. Probably. I don't think he's hurt. I don't think he's hurt. I really don't. I, I think, uh, I just think he's not fleet of foot anymore. I think he's getting slow. The game's speeding up too much for him. The game's gotten too fast for him. My other prediction was I think he's gone at the end of the season. That's a possibility as well. I'd give that group a C. Plus. I'll be nice. Okay. Tess. Uh, yeah, I have to. I give him like a 76% out of 100. So like a solid C, not C plus worthy. I mean, Dyquist has had his hot moments lately, which is awesome. But he and Tatar can go hot and they can go cold. 
And Franz Nielsen, he yeah. is useful. Like, I feel like if we need him, like, in shootouts, we can depend on him. If yeah. other scenarios, we if he's there to make a play, he will do it. I feel like he's a smart hockey player, but, like, you know, he's just – he's middle-aged. He's not a hot shot anymore. So he's just solid. He's doing his job. And Zetterberg, my man, he's just – he's having a really rough year. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're just average, which is fine. You know what? We, it's, we have Mantha and Larkin and Anthony Steve, so it's fine. I'm not going to complain about it. What I like about Franz is that he's consistently average. He's yes. never really bad, and he's never super amazing. He will consistently perform for you every night and be really good defensively and be decent offensively. Franz is probably our best, one of our best two-way forwards because he's really good on the I defensive agree. side of the puck. Um, he doesn't make any like stupid error. He's not... An, a mistake maker you know who else i would put in that i forgot that i'll give a really quick grade to martin firk i'm gonna give him a b uh b yes. b minus b because he's our power play quarterback i don't care how many people you hit in the head he's got a hard shot and <laughs> he is amazing and if you think that his shot is wild and inconsistent and doesn't know where it's going or nowhere near the net then you can go screw yourself uh, Patrick O'Sullivan because he knows where it's going. He hits the net 51% of the time, which is, I think was higher, less shots, a higher percentage than, uh, who was it? Kucherov. Yeah, exactly. So shut up, sit down. Ferk's amazing. Um, yeah, now we're going to Patrick O'Sullivan roast has started here. I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone goes, Oh, he's a former hockey player. You don't think he knows what he's talking about? No, I no, don't. He doesn't. No. no, some people just aren't good with uh, with talking, and and some people b have beliefs, and it's just like no, get out of here. He, with your he was trying to say the other mouth. day, uh, it, he was trying to say the other day that the NHL ice surface should change because the players have changed. That makes that's no like telling sense. Base, that's like telling baseball that you know the the guys have gotten bigger. We should we should make the foul line or we should make it to every base not ninety feet. We should make it hundred and fifty feet. No, yeah. Jesus. Like what? Sit down. And we should make all the feet longer and That's all the sticks it. shorter. Oh my and god! Make everyone wear sunglasses. Like this is just dumb. Shut up. If they're gonna critique Martin Firk's shot, then why have they never critiqued Shea Weber's shot or is it the entire shot? Like that's, that's I don't what know. draws. I bet you they in. have the same shooting percentages. Yeah, that probably. Be, I like, think it's because Martin Burke is basically unheard of. He's still he's new, so people don't no. know him. And it's unfortunate what happened to Girardi. I'm glad he was okay that game, but you should not go down. It's not goddamn shot. It's not unfortunate because he got on his knees and he took a slap shot to the head. Don't get on your knees to block a slap shot, especially True. when you see. You don't like to see a player go down like that. No, that no, is, here's it's the scary, thing. but. You, he should know. He's a veteran player. He should know better. Here's the thing. Dan Girardi's fearless. He's like Ryan Callahan. Both of those guys played for the Rangers when Torts was a coach there. And when you're – I mean, I don't know if either of you guys have played hockey, but you guys have been watching hockey long enough that you know a goalie's going to get fucking pissed at you if you screen the shit out of him. So if you're yeah. gonna, not going to block it, get the fuck out of the way so he can see it. So when my I thought is, okay – if you're going to block it, stand up and block it. And if you're if you're gonna block it and you want to go down, go down sideways so it doesn't fucking hit you in the side uh, of the head. How about that? Yeah. Don't half-ass yeah. it. Or how about how about when you see players on his own team get out of the way, you get out of the way too. 
It's very like Mighty Ducks is Fulton Reed's shot coming at you, like a typical like Mighty, like a Disney movie, like get out of the way. No one is even trying to tip for Coles into the net because no one wants it. You saw the shot that hit Mantha's stick and broke his stick in half before going into the goal. You get out of the way of that shot, like maybe it was just like a dumb. I don't know, man. Back in back in those days. Ryan Callahan sat in front of Chara's shot and he broke his leg on it. Exactly. So this is a winged so. octopus public service announcement. Get out of the furkin way. I'm gonna I put that. Can we get that trademark? We should make shirts. Trademark winged octopus. Get out of the furkin way. And I'm gonna Definitely sell the first right. one. I'm gonna send a complimentary one to Dan Girardi's house. All right, we're going to wrap up the player grades with these final ones. We've got David Booth, Luke Witkowski, Darren Helm, Justin Abdelkader, Luke Glendening. C. And uh, that's a D. I give them a a solid D. I give them 70. I give them 65. Yeah, that's not good. Witkowski, I like because he has that grit and he freaking fought. He tried that brawl. Like, I felt that. (laughs) Witkowski. I I like it. I feel like we need it. David Booth, I mean, good guy, but he's just irrelevant. Abdelkader, I like want to. I want to hear like I want to. He has to think about him like not getting the C because I'm pretty sure he thinks he's going to get it. But bitch, you ain't. Sit no. down. Um, Helm needs to retire. Glenn Denning, I Bye-bye. love him, but he's just he's just a fourth liner for life. Yeah, and, and was easily okay. replaced by uh, B plus player Tyler Bertuzzi. I, I would Bertuzzi. give him an A minus. Bertuzzi's been unbelievable. I love him. He's been great. And, and let me tell you awesome. something else. Bertuzzi comes in the lineup, and guess what? They start fucking winning hockey games. How about that? Oh. You get Oakland oh. Denning out of there, and I I hate to say it. <laughs> Because everybody loves Luke Clendenning so much. I don't hate the guy. He's okay. But look at Tyler Bertuzzi. Someone yep, tried yeah. to tell me the other day that when 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 Clendenning comes back, Bertuzzi's coming out of the lineup. No, he's yeah, not. He's no. a first liner. The first no. liner Bertuzzi when, is right yeah, now. He was playing with so, Bert, like Bertuzzi. No. He has like a, he's a solid. I give him like an 89.5. Like he's almost yeah. there for that like A. Because he's only been here like literally a hot minute but he's yeah. taking every advantage opportunity and he's making the most of it which is all you can ask for of these young guys i know he had an awesome season well he did he get rookie of the year last year for the or for the griffins yeah, or M- mvp yeah, playoff mvp okay that's what it was so you knew he was special and i really was hoping he would make the team at the beginning of the season but then he hurt his wrist his hand was it a fracture or a yeah, sprain yeah, whatever he it was hurt his wrist he got a really bad boo-boo and he couldn't play with us and I was really bummed, but now he's here and I'm so happy. And yeah, he's like right there getting an A and I hope we keep him because I feel like he could finish off at like a solid no. 95. Yeah, he's he's staying. They told him to get a house, permanent residence. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that means that when Glenn Denning comes back, either one of David Booth or Luke Witkowski will never see a Red Wings jersey ever again. You're buying the um, pony, pal. Uh, Witkowski, I believe, can be waived and go to the Griffins uh, with no problem, which, I mean, they'd probably waive Booth first. But yeah. Bertuzzi easily replaces anyone on that fourth line. He almost easily replaces anyone on the third line. It's kind of scary. But at least we know that we've got talent coming from the Griffins. He plays his ass off every he shift. Does. He's mm-hmm. so close to scoring. 
And well, wasn't I his think... first shift of his first game up here? He took a shot to the ankle already. Yeah, like, I was in Boston. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, and they're like, he just got it. I was like, he. J-. I like. I'm like, no, he cannot be here. But like, he just he toughed it out. Like, yeah. any Bertuzzi would. I mean, he is yeah, his exactly. Uncle Todd's nephew. But I was like, get the kid a break. But no, he's he's awesome. I am so happy he's up yeah. here. I'll just say quickly, as bleak as the future may have looked like before the season started, I mean, there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe we don't have a lot of star talent yet, but obviously that can be drafted. And if they're going to go into the route of not rebuilding and tanking, well, then and they're going to have to make it make sure they 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 do very well at scouting and they're going to have to make sure yep. they go every avenue which means going into Russia and and seeing free agents that to be in those countries and see if you can get them to come over to the NHL for cheaper money uh that means college as well uh, because yep. they're they're linked to the the defenseman there from Minnesota State uh Mankato fucking uh, Daniel Brickley there so uh there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. It doesn't yeah. matter how you do it. It's just a matter of if you're going to become a cup contender again or a playoff contender first, I guess. They got to commit to wanting to like be good again. Yeah. And I feel like it's, we're like, eh, but it's yeah, I think fun. I'm kind of glad that they haven't let the, the winner mentality go by the wayside, like that, that they built for so many years. I'm kind of glad. You can't they didn't tell these grown ass the men and these like rookies please lose so we can get the number one like draft pick like that's just not in any human competitive nature just you gotta lose like that's just not how these boys were raised to play like they're gonna try their hardest even if they lose six to four even if we don't think they're playing their hardest you know that they're trying so it's not like you can tell like go lose it's just it's not gonna happen there's some nights where the effort isn't there but most of the time the effort's there and they're just not good enough of the team and and i'll say another thing if they had one star player whether it be on offense or defense that could put the puck in the back of the net the these one goal games would not be one goal games anymore. oh no they'd be, they'd be in a play game be in a playoff position they'd be in a playoff spot and, and yeah. that's the difference in the league it's not very big and so like that's why I say before, if you tank, okay, maybe you do get Rasmus Dahlin, which he played unbelievable Don't in the World Juniors, by the way. Uh, that's his name, Greg. It's that's Dahlin. His name. Oh, it's Dahlin. That's what he likes no, to no. be called. No. Uh, according to uh, – oh. <laughs> wrong, yeah. According to him, he likes to be called Rasmus Dahlin. So that's what we're going to go with here. You can, you, if you want to be on Rasmus. that side. <laughs> he's going to get used to being called Detroit Red Wings prospect Rasmus Dahlin. That's what he's going to be used let's to call. Well, well, let's let's pump the brakes on that because unless we go into a major tailspin, the ping pong balls it's ain't possible. falling our way whether we make the playoffs or not. We no, we'll just rig it. We'll just rig games. it like we'll rig it like Pittsburgh streets. did to get Crosby. <laughs> but like <laughs> if it, only like it could be like I was saying, just like quickly, it, like the difference in the league isn't that big. So if you were to, I don't know, somehow get that Daniel Brickley kid and he ends up being a stud and you end up getting someone from Russia or or someone from Grand Rapids end up panning out like Svechnikov. Yep. Well, there you go. Sorry, Arby. There's your star talent or whatever. You yeah. Call it. Well, Joe Hickett's. They have prospects. Oh, it's just a matter of let's see them in the NHL now. Yeah, we've got prospects, and Hawken Anderson has job security. So uh, (laughs) I think that's where we're going to end it. Tyler, if you want to take us out. Yeah, Yeah, so um, 
the Wings are obviously on their break right now. Uh, when they come back, they play Pittsburgh and Chicago back-to-back. So the first Blackhawks game of the season is coming up on Sunday afternoon. I believe they moved that to a 12.30 start. Both so, games this uh, week be... are 12.30 games, and I believe they both said they're <laughs> on the NBC network. So we are blessed with NBC announcers this weekend. Lucky oh, us. Uh, quickly, blessed. I'll just say uh, it's horrible to hear what happened to Pierre Maguire. Obviously, you don't wish that upon anybody. And, uh, you know, hopefully everything goes well for him because whether we like him or not, He's a great. No one deserves to have cancer. So, yeah, yeah. If you guys, if you guys haven't heard, Pierre Maguire was diagnosed with prostate cancer. He's already had surgery on it, but you know that that's shit that sucks and doesn't go away easily. I believe Doc Emmerich said that he is aiming to be. uh, He's going to be at the Olympics. The Olympics. Yeah. Doc had it. All the best. Even though we don't, you know, we are all beer, Pierre. We, you know. You don't like to hear when anyone gets cancer. So we are all supporting Pierre through this battle, and we will be happy to hear his voice between the benches and the Olympics. It will be a relief. (laughs) Bittersweet in a sense, you know, but (laughs) we want him back healthy. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Twitter tags, guys. Um, I just want to say one thing. I have to. Yeah. I lost the bet, so I have to say it. Oh, I have no to nice. say. I have to. Say, <laughs> I have to say congratulations to the Canadian junior team oh, on winning. God, hold on. Before. I gotta throw up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, congratulations to those guys. They worked hard, and congratulations to everybody that played in that tournament. It was unbelievable to watch, and uh, they were great games. Can't wait for it to be back again. Twitter. My Twitter handle, you can follow me at Tyler underscore Sealy. Tess, go ahead, please. My Twitter handle is at TMDudleyXO. Greg, you go. Yeah, I'm the lovely producer. I am at Bringing the Wing. Yes, he is. And you can follow the Winged Octopus on Twitter at Winged Octopus. You can also follow us on Instagram, which Tess is going to be taking over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I then, that. I already know. <laughs> You can like us on yeah, Facebook, yes, and then uh, you can also go to our website as well. That's it. That's all I have. Stay classy, Hockey Town. Hopefully, they can continue the the you know the tear they've sort of got themselves on, and uh, you know beat Pittsburgh and Chicago, and see if they have some real cojones. Go That's wings. All I have, guys. Go wings. That's a wrap on this episode of Winged Octopus. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, as well as like us on Facebook. You can also find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. We thank you for tuning in and hope everyone had a great night. Stay classy, Hockey Town. Just a small town.